Welcome to the Between the Pages podcast, brought to you by Boldly Seeking Ministries. Join the conversation every other Wednesday with the team and other special guests as we navigate how we can live a bold faith in between the valleys and the mountaintops of life. This episode is sponsored by Lakeview Covenant Church, where together they pursue Christ and advance His priorities across the street and around the world. Now, let's get to this week's conversation. Well, hey, friends, welcome back to the Between the Pages podcast. And it has been quite a while since I have been back on the podcast. Jenny and Elizabeth kind of did a little bit of a takeover the last few weeks. We talked about school, friendship, and we're only a couple days out from Valentine's Day. So, of course, are we going to be talking about all things love, joy, singleness, worth, red flags, all the things. This episode is going to be full of a lot. So you are in for a treat. So to start off, I am joined with Elizabeth. Elizabeth, say hello. Hi. (laughs) All right. And what we kind of wanted to um, talk about today in particular, as we are focusing on um, Valentine's Day, but I think, I don't know, Elizabeth, would you say Valentine's Day is your favorite holiday? Oh, probably not. Probably not. (laughs) I, you know, and the thing is, I, I've come to love Valentine's Day and yeah. this idea of growth in my singleness. Yeah. And last Valentine's Day, I wrote a blog that was titled Dear Future Husband. And something that I have done over the last couple of years is just writing letters to my future husband that one day, when I get married, I'll give to him on our wedding day uh, for him to just kind of read like my process through singleness, but also um, becoming more joyful in who I am, becoming more joyful in um, knowing my identity is in Jesus and not in a relationship. And so kind of reading a part of the letter will kind of get us into all of the topics that we are going to talk about uh, today. And so part of the letter says, Dear Future Husband, there are moments I wish you were here now, experiences I wish we could share together. Sometimes all I want to do is call you and tell you how my day went. Even though you are not here, I know you are somewhere in this big, beautiful world. Although I wish we were dancing in the kitchen, making dinner, taking a quick pit stop through Starbucks on our way to church, and creating beautiful memories together, I'm still waiting and preparing to meet you. There are things I still struggle with, identity, anxiety, and doubt. I'll need you to be straight with me, constant reassurance of your love with your words, and most importantly, your actions. I'm still working on loving myself, seeing myself the way God sees me. I will not quit on myself, and I will not quit on you. I promise to love you and put God first in our relationship. I promise to support you, champion you, and walk through life with you. And um, so that was um, part of a letter that I wrote when I was just kind of in this whole, like, bout of singleness, you could say. And part of that was just realizing this whole concept that, yes, I'm single. Elizabeth, you're single. Uh, Valentine's Day may not always be a happy day for single um, men or women. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like each of us as believers and as um, Christians are welcomed into a far greater love than any earthly love or Valentine's Day social media post. And that person is Jesus. And I like get choked up about it because, you know, 
I think sometimes the way that society has gone is Valentine's Day has become a very materialistic holiday. Oh, for sure. All the chocolates, the flowers. And I would say I'm not necessarily um, necessarily a materialistic person. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's not everything that Valentine's Day is. And to come to terms for me that, you know, I get to enter into a far greater love than the love I'll have with my future husband. And I have that love already. And that's yes. with Jesus. And to take, a, to take Jesus who in a minute took on the sins of the world and spoke the words, father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. And it is finished was the same moment that Jesus filled the gap and hole in our hearts. He answered the what ifs and he continually answers your question. What about me with it's always been and is you. Whew, so Mic good drop. <laughs> Mic drop moment like Jesus is telling you whether you are single or in a relationship like this Valentine's Day if I can tell you anything it's that Jesus is speaking over you if you are questioning your worth if you're questioning your like your identity if you are just longing for the relationship and you're like God what about me like Truthfully, I didn't think I was going to be single this Valentine's Day. I thought my um, ex and I would still be together, and we're not. Mm, um, same hence here. why he's an ex. <laughs> but, you know, and there have been multiple times, I think, in my healing process where I was like, God, what about me? Like, what did I do wrong? But I'm constantly reminded, I want you to hear this today, that Jesus is saying it's always been and is you. It's always been and is you. Elizabeth, when you hear that, like, what do you think about? What do you feel? All the things. Oh, <laughs> there, I mean, honestly, a lot. <laughs> it's such a powerful thought because I feel like a lot of times when you get into a relationship, it becomes about that other person. Like, your focus goes to that other person. And if you aren't conscious about it, it can totally turn into an idol. It can become, like, all you ever think about all you ever talk about all you ever want which in some regards is not a bad thing and obviously like they're your person you want to be into them but I also I love the idea of um I've always heard this quote and I might mess this up because it's yeah but of you when you go into a relationship into a marriage you are your that person is second it's God first and then your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, second, um, and you come together and you have God in the center of that. And I think that's like a very important aspect to keep in mind of like, it's not about you, it's not about the other person, it's about the one who created both of you and the one who brought you both together. Like you, I mean, you may have found the person, but it wasn't like you found that person on your own. Like God's like, hey, that person over there, he's yours. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> right. And I think as much as we're going to dive into, um, just like more surface level of my story and Elizabeth's stories. Yeah. Um, I think for this episode, it's like, even though like being in a relationship is fun, it's new, it's exciting. Um, you get to do life with another person. Um, there's also a, so much joy in singleness. And I think that I have been able to switch my mindset when it comes to Valentine's Day in particular. But even when it's like I'm alone in my house and I'm like, oh, I really wish like I had a boyfriend right now. And we could be cooking dinner or doing something fun or 
watching a movie. I don't know, like anything but me sitting here alone in my house doing absolutely nothing. For sure. um, but I found that a day like Valentine's Day is more of a reminder for me of the growth I've had in understanding myself over the last year, growing in my self-confidence, understanding, and understanding the full and complete joy in living a life for Jesus and continually running towards a dream that God has for me. And then one day being able to share that with my future husband. And I think that's something that's so cool is like, if you're continually running after Jesus, and this is something that I, and I'm sure that you kind of what you were talking about as well, like when you are continually running and chasing after Jesus, the right guy is going to be able to keep up with you. And you are going to be able to look over and be like, and Jesus is going to be like, that's your person. Like exactly what you said. Yes. And uh, you know, I think like for me, being single and um, still like, I I still think someday still processing um, past relationships too and past, um, I wouldn't necessarily say traumas, just, but just like past experiences yeah. that for me, the positive is to just continually to chase after Jesus and the dreams that he has for me. And I can tell you like from my last relationship to like now, I'm able to spend so much more time on boldly seeking, which gives me so much joy because that's a dream that God has for me that I know. Like, (laughs) I mean, sometimes I joke that God and I are on the same terms when it comes to boldly seeking sometimes. Um, But, you know, but prior to when I was in a relationship, I think I wasn't as intentional about still chasing after. Yeah boldly seeking and that's like a god-given dream of mine and you almost lose that i guess elizabeth was there a time like in a past relationship where you might have lost like chasing the dream that god has for you because of this new shiny thing yes there for most of my high school time i was in a on and off relationship and i just slowly felt myself i was putting all my energy into trying to save this thing because i was like i was holding on for dear life to this thing that was trying to get away from me and I didn't want it to because I was like I really really want this person in my life but I wasn't I mean I basically gave up listening to God like I could just like I would he would be telling me get out of this like it's hurting you it's draining you you aren't putting your energy into the things you used to love you weren't I wasn't as involved in youth group I was coming to church but I was dragging I had a heavy heart I was hurting and I just I I hardly told anyone about it I mean I would suffer in silence and I would just put on this happy face, come into church, act like it was where I wanted to be when it wasn't. By all means, I would come in here, do the things, and I would just, it wasn't what I loved to do. I, I, I've always loved being up here playing keyboard, but then for a time it was just, what am I doing? I'm not loving this. I just want to go home. I want to lay in bed. I want to think about this person. And it just, it consumed my mind and it was so not good yeah and I think um you know one like trying to come out of a relationship and trying to find that joy again um can be super difficult and I know for me like I look back on previous relationships and I notice like when I put my self-worth into something like into someone because I feel like they are what define me. And I'm like, okay, that is the complete opposite of what should be happening. And like, Jesus is the one who should define me. And I think, um, for 
in terms of the podcast, like the lowest of lows is heartbreak and the highest of highs is when things are going really, really, yeah. really well. But there's so much in between when it comes to relationships that I think I look back and I realize a lot of things that like I wish I did differently yeah. or I wish I saw different red flags earlier. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. And I think for those who are listening um, and maybe you are just recently going through a breakup and Valentine's Day is really hard for you. Um, or if you have lost a spouse even in this last year or um, last couple years, or if you're just um, in a bout of singleness and you are just trying to find that self-worth again, um, you know, I just want to say, like, it's okay to be where you're at. And I think this is probably one of our more, you know, it's a relationship episode, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of podcast episodes released around this time yeah. that talk about relationships. But, you know, something that we have valued as a team is just be vulnerable and honest with each other and I would say like for Elizabeth and I will kind of open up a little bit about our experiences um just to kind of encourage you guys that it's okay um and that there is sunshine on the other side um kind of for me I guess um a lot of the things was you know I thought I thought the person that I was dating um about a year ago I thought like we are ride or die. Like this, yeah. this is the guy, like he came out of nowhere. I was like, this is going to be it. Like, this is going to be my person. We had very similar goals and it ended up really honestly not lasting very long. Um, and a lot of it was just kind of, I would say was just kind of like not the best timing Yeah, in in the nice way of saying it. But I look back and I realize it's like, okay, like, I don't know if I truly was myself in that relationship because I was trying to live up to an expectation that I didn't really know what that expectation was. Um, And so my first lesson that I learned um, in my process of healing was um, to have a conversation of expectations early on in your relationship. Um, So you know what to expect out of another person but what that person expects out of you very true that is very good advice I feel like a lot of times you get into a relationship and you just barrel ahead and then you and hit a stopping point of like oh that's not where I was thinking this was going this is not what I was thinking you were like because you just get so caught up in those like first couple months of everything being perfect that you're like oh now that I'm actually seeing this I don't know if I like that. We need to now talk about this. And it gets harder and harder as you go on to fix those things that you've noticed early on that you just didn't really pay attention to. Yeah. And I think the second thing that I learned in all of this um, and just my healing process, and I could say now, like, I have so much joy in who I am. And I'll get to why. Because I came to this realization a couple weeks ago, which is going to be, like, point number three or four. We'll see when it comes up. But um, the second point is, um, and it's so funny because I never really thought of it until after um, my relationship. But it's, like, don't give... um, don't be a wife on a girlfriend status. Yes. That is so important. <laughs> it's is, it is so it's, important. It's such a funny saying, but it's so, so true. And I feel like there were so many times that I was like being a wife on a girlfriend status where we were 
spending literally every waking day. I'm pretty sure I folded his laundry a couple times. <laughs> I made dinner all the time. Um, and I was just kind of like, wait a second. Like, that is so much wife material that yeah. he had access to that I was just a girlfriend. Like, you can fold your own laundry. Like, yeah. I do not need to fold your laundry for you. I barely can even fold my own laundry. <laughs> and I am a single independent woman. And I can honestly tell you, as of right now, there is a basket of clothes in my room right now yeah. that I have <laughs> not yet folded. Um, but, like, Elizabeth, have you kind of had that, like, experience? And I... Uh, Maybe, maybe not. And that's okay. But I think like, that's like from sister to sister, that's my advice to you is don't be a wife on a girlfriend status. Like he can have wife status when he is, um, now your husband and you are married. Um, but until then you were a girlfriend and you were a girlfriend only. Yes. I've never necessarily had like specific moments where I've been like a wife, but I also feel like where I'm at, I'm looking for something more serious that will turn into me being a wife, him being my husband. Um, and not that I'm necessarily ready like in this moment, but that's where I'm looking more towards instead of just like a quick little relationship here and there. I feel like that. And But to keep in mind that not everyone you date is going to be your future husband. I mean, it might work out, but it also is not true. So you have to guard your heart too in like, you may be looking for something more serious, you may be ready to be a wife, but if that person is not, you're going to be putting so much of your energy into that as a wife because that's what your goal is to be, and it's just it's not going to end well because they're not ready to be a husband. They're not ready to be your husband. They're not going to be your husband. Yeah. Um, third point, I have a couple points here, so we'll kind of okay. go through my points, and I think we're both on the same uh, wavelength too. Um, so the third point in just kind of everything that I would say was to have wise counsel around you and your relationship. Um, I know for me, I have a couple of close mentors that I meet with. I would say every, like, try once a month, but it turns into be like once every six weeks or so. But just people that speak into me or that I feel comfortable going to that are outside of the norms of the relationship or the, um, I would say like the parameters in which we see each other in and um, to be able to go to them be like, Hey, I don't know what to think of this. Like, and just like have that unbiased, like opinion from someone who is much, much wiser than I am. Sure. I guess Elizabeth, have you, or do you have people who you would say like you go to or that are what you would consider like your wise counsel? Yes, I would definitely say you and Jenny are two of my top people that whenever I'm like having an issue, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm in tears over here, but I also, um, our good friend, Laura Starr. Oh, Auntie Laura, if you're listening, we love you. You are the best. She is the (laughs) wisest counsel of all things relationships. She is one of my favorite people to, when I am having a problem to confide in, I'll be like, Laura, I don't know what to do. Like, help me please. And she's... I mean, she's not necessarily that much older than me, but she is so wise and just so smart in all things from relationships to school to just life. And it's so fun to get to talk to her about all that stuff. Oh, I love that. Auntie Laura, you're our fave. We love you. Um, The fourth thing, and I would say that this is honestly probably more outside if like a relationship doesn't work out. Um, and you're starting that healing journey, um, is to take the time, this 
lies into our topic of the joy and singleness. Like, take the time to be single and be happy by yourself. Yes. I have seen way too many times where um, people get into, like, this cycle. Like, I have friends who, like, they'll break up with someone. And, like, I'm not bashing on people who, like, sometimes it does work. They meet someone a couple days after. um, And it works out great. But, like, if your heart isn't ready and, like, you broke up with someone because you weren't ready. Yeah. Then, like take the time to be by yourself and be joyful by yourself. Cause sure. I can tell you as a fact that if you get into a relationship, right. Like get into a relationship right out of getting out of a relationship, you haven't spent the time being single, being happy by yourself, working on yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, yeah. you break up with them. You're going to be the same as before. You're oh, just yeah. going to repeat this cycle of getting in and out of relationships because you're lonely. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I would say that I, since my breakup, I have found so much more joy again in being single Mm -hmm. and just chasing after the dreams that God has for me again, like we talked about earlier, rather than just being like, I'm lonely. I want to be with someone and like moving forward. It's like, no, I'm just going to like enjoy being by myself, but also I'm going to spend time with other people in different friend groups. And it was a couple weeks ago. I spent time with a couple, um, with Allie, um, who is now one of our guests on our podcast. Um, but she, um, has a few friends that I've gotten to know and, uh, we all went to, um, breakfast together and then we hung out at Skyline and bowled and played in the arcade. And I literally had the best time of my life. Yeah. It was a completely different group of people I've never hung out with in my life. And now we're all like, I would say pretty good friends. Yeah. And like, Spend the time just hanging out with different people, doing different things, rather than just jumping from relationship to relationship. For sure. Yeah, I feel like where I'm at right now, um, so I got out of a relationship a while ago now, and I healed. I took my time to heal, but I feel like what instead of actually like getting my mind ready for another relationship, it was more I healed. I was over the pain of it all, but... I put my effort into, like, my other friends and into other things rather than, like, actually just taking the time to prepare myself for something more. And then I got into something new, and it was good, but it wasn't – neither of us were ready. And I just – it made me realize now that I'm not ready for a relationship. I need to actually get my head right for a relationship. My heart might be ready. My body might be ready, but I'm not mentally and emotionally ready for it. And so something I've started to do – just the past couple weeks is each week I want to do one thing by myself for myself and one thing for myself with other people like doing something in community but also like taking the time for myself to do something myself and that has so far been really good and it's like encouraged me to just get myself right but also like expand my horizons like you were saying like hang out with different people so I think that's really I love that (laughs) I love that oh that's gonna be your challenge this week uh, because I'm all for that of just do things by yourself for yourself yeah. like 
that's something that I have done too. Like in my healing process is just like have self care nights, like slow down, like do something that you enjoy. Like there's been multiple times where I'm like, I'm going to do a full facial routine or I'm going to do a, um, I'm going to do my nails or I'm going to like, I'm taking a personal day from work next Thursday and I'm just going to like go get my hair done. I'm going to probably walk around target, like just do (laughs) things for myself that make me happy. And I love that. And you know, my heart aches when I, I'm around friends who, you know, you see from a distance that they're not ready. Yeah. And then they jump into something and you're like, I want to tell you that you're not ready. But like, I could tell you all you want, but you're the one that has to know when you're yeah. ready and when you're not. Yep. And um, so that would be my one thing post relationship yeah. that I've learned. Um, and I would say that's kind of like one and two, like don't jump or don't jump right back into another yes. relationship. I'm not bashing on if you do and it works out. Like, that's fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Um, for me personally, I know yeah. it would never work. <laughs> Just guard your heart. When guard you, your heart. When yep. you're going into something like that. Definitely. Um, and then, too, like, do things for yourself that bring you joy. Um, yeah. Find that joy again in singleness. Um, whether And honestly, just taking even more time to be with Jesus because Jesus is the only one that will satisfy and he's the only one that's going to fill the hole in your heart that you're missing. He's the only one that is going to um, comfort you when you feel lonely and he's always there. Like there's been multiple times, I would say the last like couple months where I've just felt lonely, but I'm like, I'm not alone because I have Jesus and like, yeah, that's a worldly feeling of being alone. Yeah. But knowing that like, I'm just going to take, I would say, five, ten minutes or so just to be with Jesus. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. It helps. It always helps. I I feel like a lot of times I, I'm like, well, I'll spend time with Jesus later. But the minute I do, I'm like, whoa. Like, this is, like, really speaking into me right now. And I feel, like, so much better. Even if it's just, like, listening to a few worship songs. I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? I feel so much better. Like, almost instantly, I'm just like okay, why do I always, like, do this? Why do I not listen? Why do I not, like, he's he's there, ready to, like, comfort you, and then I just don't listen. But I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> Good. And I would say uh, the last thing, you know, talking about self-worth, you know, I've struggled a lot, I would say, in my life of with my self-worth. Yeah. Um, I'm very much of a people pleaser. I've had a lot of people in my life be like, don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that. Like, take time for yourself. And I take time for myself. And they're like, why are you taking time for yourself? And it's like, you just told me take time for myself. So I'm taking time for myself. Um, and just having all of these voices that it's hard to find like, okay, what do I actually deserve in a relationship? And that sounds really self-centered of me to say, but I know it's not because it's like, you know, Jesus in all authority in heaven on earth, like literally came down and had the ultimate sacrificial love of dying on a cross for you. And you deserve that. Yes. You deserve Jesus dying on the cross for you in your sins. So for me to say like, okay, like I'm trying to learn what I deserve and what I not, not deserve. And like the way that a guy treats me or even friends, like, and even guy friends. And I would say, and this is going to sound weird, but Elizabeth and I were talking about this last week. I went to, um, breakfast with a friend um it was a guy friend and like we're very like much on the friend level like nothing more nothing less kind of thing and uh, we ended up 
we were on a business phone call and we hadn't seen each other for a couple weeks. And um, he was like, let's do something on Saturday. And I was like, well, I have something going on Saturday night, but I could do something. We could do breakfast on Saturday morning. He's yeah. like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like we're making decisions. Like we're committing to a plan. Um, and then he had texted me the night before, like confirming the plans. He had texted me the morning of, um, paid for breakfast, texted me after, like said he had a good time. And I was just like, Honestly, and I will say this, girls out there who are single have guy friends that treat you like a boyfriend should. That was the first time, I would say, in a very, very long time where I felt like there was hope in any relationship beyond my last yeah. few. Yeah. Of like, oh, like this is normal. Like <laughs> this is normal for a, a guy to be to make plans, stick to plans, to confirm the night of, the morning of, yeah. respond afterwards. I was like, wait a second. Is this real life right now? And like, <laughs> you know, we, we're very much our friends. I'm not saying we're ever going to be in a relationship. Like, we're very much those friends yeah. that are like, it will never be anything more. Yeah. But to have a guy treat me like that was like, that is what I deserve. Oh, for sure. For sure. I guess, do you have, do you have like guy friends that kind of treat you? Like you, sh like you deserve. Yes, I have one really good guy friend who has been there through a lot, a lot of my um, interesting relationships. And we don't necessarily go out for breakfast, but um, when I was hurting um, about a couple weeks ago, he just invited me over. He was like, "Hey, if you need to just get away, he's married now, and I love him and his wife very much." And he just said, "Hey, if you need to get away." come over, like, come over tomorrow for dinner, like, you can come hang out, and it was just so nice, just, like, he just was there for me, and he was, like, he checks in on me when I'm struggling, and he just asks me how I'm doing, he asks how my day goes, and it's honestly, like, almost like a sibling relationship, because I don't have any siblings, but we're just really close, and it just, he treats me so well, and I see him in his relationship, too, and I'm, like, this is how a guy, like, should treat me, this is how a guy should treat any woman, and to see how a guy also treats, like, other women besides, like, his girlfriends, like, girl slash friends or his girlfriend um, is really important. It shouldn't just be he treats his one person well. He should treat all women with respect, and that that's a huge component, I think, too. And that's actually a really good point is if you're getting into a relationship with someone, um, look at how they treat the people around them. Yes, like, look at how they treat their mom, sisters, other female friends. Yes. How they even talk or treat their exes, too. Yes. And I have learned a lot when it comes to that of just, like, the person that I'm with. Like, not analyzing, but being aware of how they treat those around them. For sure. And, like, I have guy friends, too, who, like who come to church and they'll ask me like, Hey, like, how is this going? Like I saw, I saw your really cool announcement of, um, the conference that you're at in February. And like, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, thank you for like bringing that up. Like, you yeah. know, that's something that's super important to me and to like take the time and the initiative to like check in on me. I was like, is this normal? Is this normal? And I think, I think there's a lot of retraining my brain into thinking of like, oh, this is normal. Yeah. It is normal for someone to like actually ask you how your dreams and ambitions are going yeah. and support you in that. And it's normal to like, just like have joy when you're like, someone's yeah. like, I'm going to confirm, like, I will say I'm an event planner 
through and through. Like that is my <laughs> full-time career beyond boldly seeking. So I plan a lot, but it is so nice. And it speaks volumes to me when someone else is intentional and takes the initiative in planning something. For sure. Cause I plan everything for everybody else. And it's like, it, to me, it makes me feel like I'm so, so special and yeah. I'm so seen yeah. when someone else, guy or girl, like any of like, there's been times where like you and Jenny are like, let's do this. And it's yeah. like, okay. Or let's like go. I have other um, girlfriends who are like, Hey, do you want to go grab drinks tonight or go grab coffee? I'm like, absolutely. Or even um, my friend who's like, let's do breakfast. It's like, okay. Yeah. And like, cool. I don't have to sit here and like plan and plan and plan. Yeah. Like I just get to enjoy. And it's, it shows that they care about it too. Cause I feel like sometimes when you put so much effort into like, okay, we're going to, let's hang on this day or like, let's hang on this day. You put so much of your effort into that friendship or relationship or whatever it may be. But it's, sometimes it's nice, like, even just to, like, know that they want to spend time with you, too. Of, like, hey, like, let's go do this. And you're, like, so surprised. Like, yeah. Like, I want to do that. Thank you for asking me instead of me, like, initiating all those things with you. I love that. So, Elizabeth, we went through a lot. Yes, we did. <laughs> and I think it's so good. We might have to do a part two yes. later on in the podcast. But what would be... One takeaway or and or a challenge for the listeners. Well, I think for a challenge would be to just like spend time, do something for yourself. Like I mentioned earlier, do something for yourself, by yourself. Um, and in that time, also like Rebecca was kind of saying, like spend time with Jesus. It will, I guess that'll be my, that'll be my takeaway. Um, just spend, get like into Jesus and put Jesus as the focus into whatever relationship you are going into or make sure that that is the focus of you and um, whoever your next boyfriend will be, um, make sure that's the focus and make sure that your heart is right with Jesus before you pursue something new. I guess that'll be, that'll be my takeaway. What is yours, Rebecca? I love that. <laughs> um, I would say one, um, I love how you talked about doing something by yourself for yourself. And I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but oh. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I, you were on Snapchat the other day and um, I kind of knew that you were doing your like, this is uh, by myself for myself kind of <laughs> thing. And I love it because I have had the desire to do this as well. Yeah. Um, so go to the dollar store, grab a plate, grab a permanent marker and just write on this plate. Like every single thing that like, your heart is aching or hurts, pains, hangups. Um, just get it all out. Use it as a rant plate, honestly. Oh, yes. A rant plate. Oh, yes. And go outside and literally, like, smash it on the ground. Put it in a Ziploc baggie. That's what I... I got a gallon... Put it... I got, go. a, I got a gallon Ziploc baggie. I put this plate in there because it very much helps with the cleanup. And I just... I put it above my head and I just smashed it. And it, like... It's so symbolic too. Not only is it like it releases everything, but it gets like the anger out. It gets like the pain and the anger that you like bottle inside. And you're like, ha, take that, you plate. Like, I just broke you. I broke all this pain, all this anger, and it's now gone. And it's really releasing. And just, it feels so good to just be free of all of those things. So, yes. I agree. Definitely do that. <laughs> so that's a, that would be my, my physical challenge for you uh, this week or over the next couple of weeks. Um, and my second thing I would say is to um, take the time and reflect on whether if you're in a waiting season, in a relationship, whatever that may be, take the time and reflect on how God is personally working and personally growing and stretching you in this season, whatever that season may be. Um, you know, you may be single, you may be in a relationship, you may be engaged, you may 
almost like be super close to your wedding day or you're newly married or married forever. Like take the time to just think about how you and God are on the same terms of like you're growing and stretching um, because it's so important to make sure that you are intentional with your faith and strong in your faith before you can be strong for another person. Yes. And know, and the other thing that I would say too is um, to know this, like we are human beings. We are sinful creatures and our hearts like us aren't made for perfection and make mistakes too. Say you get into a relationship, you thought it was the ride or die relationship. You know, I thought that in my last relationship and there's been so many times where I was like, it is my fault. Like I'm the one that ruined it. I'm not good enough. I'm not um, ready for this. Or maybe I was, or I messed something up. Like, and almost being like, why, why did I say yes to that person? Yeah. But the thing is I had to come with terms of grace that my heart makes mistakes too. For sure. My heart isn't perfect, but I will tell you this. Your heart never stops beating nor gives up on you. It is the same thing with Jesus. He will never give up on loving you. Give your heart to him, the one who already loves you more than you could ever imagine, that he would die a painful death just for you. So, dear future husband, happy Valentine's Day. How I wish we could spend this day together. But I'm taking this day as a reminder of the growth I have had in this past year in preparation to meet you. And that is how I want to end of saying, you know what? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. This has been a year of growth, a year of learning, a year of stretching. I'm like already getting teary. I just yeah. kind of thinking about everything in this last year. And know that we are here. Um, you know our social medias. We're linking them everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, all the podcasts, TikTok. Um, for those of you who feel lonely this Valentine's Day, reach out to us. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll talk with you. We'll pray with you. Um, we'll, we'll FaceTime, honestly, yeah. if you just want someone to talk to. Um, but know that your heart like you isn't made for perfection and makes mistakes too, but it will never give up on you just like Jesus will never give up on you. So we love you. Happy Valentine's Day. And we'll see you in a couple weeks.